0: So, she got you to join a book club? I got a feeling I'm going to be much smarter than you pretty soon. Well, I think that statement alone reflects your burgeoning intelligence. So what's your first book? Breakfast at Tiffany's. Only 90 pages. It's kind of old, isn't it? Yeah, they wanted to read a Truman
1: Capote book. Oh, sure. Truman Capote. He's a great writer. Oh, yeah. Did you ever read anything by him? No. You? Nah. November 6th, 2022. Hi, friends. Hello. Welcome to This Week impendent 150. Can you believe it? Oh, goodness. What has 150 happened? 150 episode. Doe. Episode doe?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's better than <laughs> It what was I, definitely yeah. better than what you did. All right. <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> I'm not rubbing it in. Yeah, you are. I'm just judging in real time. That's I'm what I feeling do. a rub. <laughs> oh, dear. No. Okay. Let's move on. You don't want to discuss the rub I feel? I don't think so.
1: It's very firm. Firm rub.
0: Stop! Oh, my God! That didn't mean make it worse. <laughs> Twip 150! Okay.
2: Aww.
1: All right. Um, mm. Yes, well, uh, there's just a little bit of news uh, for this month. Uh, the biggest thing is that the 2022 Pendy Awards are now open for nominations. Yes! And I finally got off my ass and made a Google
0: form instead of that super old, like, GeoCities type form. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Technology is often a challenge for you.
2: No,
1: oh, you are casting aspersions. Uh.
0: Aspersions have been cast. Look, I'm sure everyone's excited to vote more after they fill out their election ballots. And now you get to vote again. All right. <laughs> more voting. All right. All the voting. Listen. Everyone vote for everything.
1: You can't vote yet. You can only nominate. Nominations are open until November 15th. Okay. You can nominate up to and including November 15th. On the 16th, final voting will commence and run through the end of November. Okay. And then, as always, we will have your pending results as the first TWIP of next year in January.
0: Right. Yeah. Which means we're working in there. Yay!
1: But to have that happen, <laughs> we need you to nominate your favorites. You can nominate up to three people in every category. Nominating only one does not increase their chances of winning, does not give them more votes. It's just to determine who our nominees will be. So please nominate three for every category if you can. And and if you
0: just want to put... Your one favorite, that's okay too.
1: Yeah, and you don't have to. Don't feel so much pressure. Nominate in every single category. If you don't listen to all of the shows or don't feel like you know it well, that's fine. Just nominate for the ones you listen to.
0: Right. We want this to be honest business.
1: Yes, and this is your chance to say who you thought did an exceptional job in shows this past year, in our shows. So please, let them know you appreciate them. Yes, please do. Please. Okay, and then the only other thing I'm going to gonna mention is my um, my, my new latest uh, obsession hobby of talking about shows charting around the world because it's so cool. Okay. Okay. So Mage and Machine made it up to number 39 in sci-fi in South Africa. Wow. The Kingery made it up to number 30 in sci-fi in Australia. Okay. Genesis Avalon made it up to number seven in sci-fi in Hungary. Wow. Hungarians coming through again.
0: That's right. We've had yeah. Hungarians before.
2: Yeah.
1: And a Seminar made it up to number eight in sci-fi in Russia. Wow. And thats I just think that's also cool. It is cool. To have a, a global audience listening to stuff.
0: Yes. Bringing a little brightness into their days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And now... Because you have not heard enough of us. Guess
0: what? We have to.
1: Guess who your interview guests are, because Jordan likes to interview Susan and me every 50 episodes, and that means it's time. So um, you're going to OD on us this episode. Yeah, it's going to be too much. uh, I'd apologize, but I won't, because I don't care. We're awesome, and you should listen.
2: (laughs)
3: From the Pendant Home Offices in Burbank, California, we have Tilly and Susan on the line. Hi. Hi. Hello. (laughs) So, the executive producers, creators of Pendant, finally, again.
1: (laughs) That's us. Same as it was last time and the time before. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, this is becoming kind of a, A trend for us, you know, every fifty episodes. So we're now at twip one fifty.
2: Wow! Yay!
3: Holy cow!
1: That's a lot of episodes to make for three listeners.
0: That's right. But (laughs) we
1: appreciate you, Jillian. Don't say we never did anything for you. (laughs) We might get
3: it
2: Ooh!
0: What if we have?
3: Well, I listen because you know I'm. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to keep up on the news and everything.
0: For for
2: sure.
3: So five now. Five yes. Whoa, five. Twip listeners. And um, I know that, um, so we've done with you guys together, Twip 50, Twip 100, and now Twip 150. So yeah, it's, it's been a long time. In fact, I looked at the calendar. Next month will be 10 years. You, got, you hit me up in 2012.
0: Wow. Holy crap. That is a long yeah. time and we appreciate you.
3: So I want to thank you for taking a pendant super fan and giving me a a a, a place to uh to be Because that that made my head explode back then.
1: That's making my head explode. Thank you. Because that is a really long time to interview everybody who's ever been connected to a pendant show
0: in some way. <laughs> and that's uh, that's a lot. That's a lot.
3: Yeah, it's, it's been fun. So I, I'm i hoping to do something a little different next month. And, um, but I'll kind of keep that as a surprise for now.
2: Ooh. Um,
3: ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have questions. And again, hopefully you do have answers. And um, otherwise, this is very short and one sided. And Unlike heard you last said that time. like
1: 150 times now. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, then the sixth listener will be new for, but yeah, um, right. they're gonna be like, time, Whoa,
2: <laughs> this time
3: our technology is much better.
0: <laughs> that is gonna, true.
3: We are not gonna have to do this interview three times.
0: <laughs> Such strides we have taken. Wow,
3: yeah. So, let's let's just jump right into stuff um you guys as executive producers you guys do all the things yes yeah. right actually when i was coming up with my questions i realized there's one thing i don't think you guys do but you guys write you guys yeah. edit yeah you guys direct you guys yeah, act.
1: Sometimes. sometimes yeah mm-hmm. sometimes
3: i think the only thing that i haven't and I can be wrong, but I think the only thing that you guys haven't done is sing.
1: Well, I can't. <laughs> the little bits you get of me uh doing nonsense bad singing in Twip is is all you're ever gonna get. So <laughs> Susan. Susan can sing she's just never had occasion to do so although if you listen all the way to the end of twip you can hear her sing a little bit with the end of the show tag right, that i been right. assembling every time you've sung it
3: so
0: that <laughs> I just randomly sing it yeah. yeah yeah
3: okay yeah well I put out the challenge to the writers to get a role for Susan where she could actually like belt something out for us uh <laughs> I think uh, that
1: she might decline.
0: I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'd have to rehearse is the thing. Mm. I haven't like actually sung in a really long time. And those are things you have to do. Practice. Yeah. To be
1: yeah. decent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Meh. I got so much <laughs> going on. Yeah. We're, we're so busy. We're kind it's, of super, super busy right yeah. now. Like we have this cork board
1: to track all of our projects that are in different stages and when the deadlines are, and there's seven things up there right now Yeah, and they're all active. And that doesn't include things that we know are out there that just haven't officially started yet. And it doesn't include anything related dependent. It's just all of our writing stuff outside of pendant and um mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. we
0: finally yeah this this it, was the year that we were like we have to do yeah, something <laughs> we got
1: so much going on it's so awesome. i definitely
3: want to talk about the stuff that you guys are allowed to talk about sure. um, because i i know i'm not the only one that thinks that part of your lives are very interesting i just want to talk about pendant stuff first because you know pendant of course uh, for sure. but as i said you guys do all the things you wear all the hats yeah Which, one, do you enjoy doing the most? Writing. Writing? I
1: think by far. I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't think I'm a great actor. Um, I'll do it. Uh, like, I, you know, I have a, a role now in Genesis Avalon, which is nice because I never got to play a lady before. So that I do now is really cool, but I don't think I'm that mm-hmm. good. And thankfully it's a pretty small role. Um, I try, but I'm not that great at it. And um, directing, I'm very much not that great at Um. The, I, I feel like everybody that I've trained to direct for our shows is better than I am. And that's what you want, um, because they understand it better. They they think about it in ways that I don't. Uh, I, I just, you know, convey the basics. And, and I can point out things when I hear it, like, oh, maybe you could tweak this or you could have done that. But um, usually they all come up with stuff that I've never, ever thought of or wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought of. So, um, you know, when I send notes back, usually it's like, hey, the volumes don't quite match up here. This thing's a little too loud, or something. But
0: and we are thrilled when people surpass us because yes, then we absolutely. don't have to worry about it. Yeah, <laughs>
3: right. and that's and, perfect. And to that, because I get to listen to everything before it airs to make sure that things like the sound levels are good and all that. Yeah, I rarely come to you with a "Hey, can you listen to this episode at this timestamp and tell me if you hear the same thing I am?" I that's yeah. a very rare thing. It's and, like once
1: or twice a year, you you catch something and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go check that. But mm-hmm. yeah, usually everything's just, I mean, a lot of it isn't even just checking on the directors, but like so one time I remember we had a glitch in the mm-hmm. file when we uploaded it and it like skipped right. and it, something repeated over itself. Right, and it was just right I remember a, that. Yeah, it was just a technical error and we just try to catch that stuff before For it one time, there's a, the audience.
2: a
0: scene that just got missed. Like it went from one scene to another scene, and really? there was a scene in between. I don't remember that. No, but I caught that before. Oh, I think. Oh, okay,
3: yeah, that and that is something I wouldn't have even known. Right. If you yeah. don't have the script, unless or you, it was like really yeah. obvious by the storytelling, yeah. I wouldn't have, yeah. I wouldn't catch something like that because I uh-huh. I don't see the scripts or anything beforehand unless I get lucky enough to get cast in something. So
1: yeah, and well, you know, even when I see the scripts uh, to edit them. Uh, I see so many and we're doing so many things of our own that I don't remember them uh, like a couple months later. And so if I'm listening to something and there's a scene missing, I might not even catch it unless it's like Kingery, which I'm, I'm show running those. I'm I right, it, right. but on like any of the other shows i wouldn't and i would just be like oh that's an interesting choice i wonder why the writer did that maybe we'll find out next episode i just i there's so right. much it all just falls out of my head and gets replaced with the new stuff every month because there's so many right. more scripts and shows coming so
2: mm-hmm. it
1: does
0: not make us sound good <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's fine we're like we do the best we can yes that's
1: right we're only human
3: and
0: listen we've got
1: like so many shows I, and unaware. so many projects and so many <laughs> only so many things will fit in my head at once. Yes, I know. I know. I got the tiny brain hard drive when they were handing them out when uh, I was born, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not even a gig up there. <laughs> That's
0: real.
3: Is it writing for you too, Susan?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Although like on on the topic we were just discussing, I've definitely started listening to a Kingery episode, forgot I wrote it. And then it takes me like five (laughs) minutes or so to be like, oh, wait.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's interesting again, because we've had so many shows and so many episodes come out, like one of the uh, really big long-term pendant projects I've been working on quietly in the background. Is getting uh, our stuff put on IMDb because they allow podcasts now. Right, right. And so I've been putting them up there. And um, the first thing I did was uh, Kingery because, you know, it's our most popular show and it's been running the longest. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of episodes to have to put up the entire cast for every single episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm going Mm -hmm. through, I'm like, oh, I forgot this person was in this show. Oh, I forgot about that character that they existed seven years ago and never (laughs) appeared again because they died or something. And it was just, it was a, a heck of a trip because. When a show's been running for like 12, 13 years, you know, you I don't even remember so much of the past. So it's good we still have those scripts and episodes to go back to for reference, but you forget things. That, King of has had like hundreds of characters. There's no way yeah. we could remember them all.
0: But anyway.
1: And,
2: and writing, some of them are.
0: That was the answer. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
3: okay, so with the directing, in the directing classes mm-hmm. um tilly you've been teaching them for a long time yeah how how have things changed with directing in pendant with technology and everything that's you know happened in the last you know, what is this our 1200 year of pendant right
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: yeah <laughs> uh i think actually the well there's two biggest changes that have happened and one is that audio editing software is much more uh, easily available to people than it used to be. Uh, there are a lot more options. It used to be like you would use free Audacity or maybe Audition if you could get a copy of it, or maybe you would use a GarageBand if you had an, a Mac and it came with your computer and there were not a lot of other options.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: today there's a ton of programs uh, and a lot of people can get access to all kinds of different ones that will work just as well. The problem with that is that I don't know most of them. Um, so I cannot, I can teach them how to direct, but I cannot teach them specifics within their program. Right. But the good part about that is that now video tutorials are like available for everything everywhere. So if somebody's using a program I've never even heard of, I know what they need to do. and We can find a tutorial that Teaches them how to do it in their program of choice. Mm -hmm. So um, that's really, really helpful because before, even if I knew the program, like Audition is the one I'm most familiar with, and somebody was using it to take the director class, I would still, uh, I would have to teach them specifically: go to this menu, look for this thing. Here's the settings. Here's how you do it. And even Mm -hmm. now, I don't have to do that. I can just be like, here's a a tutorial on YouTube that shows you exactly how to do it. Watch it for thirty seconds, replicate it. You're done. So um, in that respect, technology advancing has made it a lot easier, I think, for the participants and for me. But other than that, nothing about it has changed. Uh, It's exactly the same as it used to be. There's different um, test scenes. Like as you go through the director class, I give you like three different scenes in increasing complexity to learn how to do different things that you'll need to know how to do. And, Every once in a while, I get tired of one of those scenes or I find a better one from one of our episodes and I'll swap them out. But uh, other than that, nothing about it has really changed. It's the same as it always was.
3: Okay, very cool. Um, here's a thing for each of you. With the 1200 years of Pendant that we've had so far.
1: Yes, we're very um, old.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What? So two questions. What has been the biggest change over the years relating to Pendant, do you think?
1: Um, I think the biggest change that we've had is that there are so many more people doing it now and in like the past two, three years than there ever were before. We used to be one of the only games around, right? There were Mm -hmm. hardly anybody making these things. And now... Uh, podcasting and scripted podcast audio dramas have become so ubiquitous and so many people are making them and wanting to make them and wanting to get into it. Um, like we get way more turnout generally for casting calls than we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's made a big difference. I'm, there's different expectations though because the culture around it has changed. Like this whole there's this whole like subculture around scripted podcasts now. And so people go in with certain expectations or uh, thinking of things that other groups do that we don't do or things that we do that they don't. Um, And so another big change that we've had is that um, at the front of every script that goes out for recording now, there's two pages that appear on every single script, the exact same two pages. Mm -hmm. And they outline what the, yeah, what the actor agreement is, what we expect Mm -hmm. from you, what you can expect from us. And um, the other one is the full... Line recording um, procedures and where they go and how you should name them and everything Mm -hmm. like that, Um, because people will skip them if they're in emails. They always they always don't read the emails. So many people, um, they'll miss it if it's in there. So we added those to the scripts to be sure that as soon as you open it to record, you can't miss it. And if you choose to scroll past them and then claim you didn't know, that's on you. That's not on us. It was there. So we know you all got it.
3: Yeah, I saw that on um, the the last thing that I got to record for. Yeah. I noticed that. Um, Susan, do you have a different thought?
2: No. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I, I do want to say though that for anybody who doesn't know, like we added the actor agreement. It's, it's the exact same thing it's always been mm-hmm. um, for a pendant, but since there's so many different groups with their own policies now, We wanted to be sure it was clear what ours were, that, you know, you have a deadline and if you miss it, you'll get a recasting deadline, but we have deadlines to keep these shows moving so we don't put too much pressure and and cut time off of our directors being able to work on shows because they have deadlines. And, uh, but that we're always happy to work with you. If you can't make a deadline, if you communicate with us, we are happy to extend it further uh, and work with you as much as possible um, because life happens to everybody right? So as long as people communicate with us, we're willing to work with you on on any kind of deadline. Uh, So we put that in the actor agreement. And we also put in there that pendant does not tolerate any kind of bigotry or discrimination. And if you experience it, uh, my email address is right in there. And I tell people to contact me immediately, because we will not stand for it. So if you find it anywhere, you let me know, and I will bring the hammer down on people. So uh, we, we want people to know this is a safe and welcoming place. And then we're all in it together. It's a big team, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah, we we had to do that because, like, as time goes on, we get more people auditioning. Maybe right. they were in other, you know, they've done other work, or and they're they're not understanding why we do the things we the way we right. do them, especially like right. you know the chopping up your lines and naming them. Right, is not something a lot of voice actors necessarily have to do a lot
1: of groups don't make them do that.
0: Right. And so, but we want to reduce the burden on the director since these are all volunteers. We don't want right. to make everyone miserable. Well
1: see, and that's a <laughs> thing we try to explain that I think a lot of actors don't know is that the, the time commitment for directing is so much more than acting. Uh directing an episode takes forever. And if an actor cuts their own lines, even if they have a lot, it might take them 15 minutes to cut each one into its own MP3 file. But if a director has to do that for an entire cast of twenty people. You've just increased their workload by like four hours,
2: or, or more. more,
1: right? Probably and, more. And they they already have to spend like eight to ten hours, probably plus, per episode. At minimum. Right. So it to us, it seems like it's a small ask for every actor to spend fifteen minutes to save the director hours and hours and hours of time when they already have the most time intensive part. So. So Again, it's just about us all being on the same team and working together to make something great.
3: So you're talking about how when we record lines, we put one line number per MP3 file?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of actors will go through and just record all at once in one file. Um, and we'll submit that. And in other shows, that's fine because it works for them. But for us, we ask you know each actor to take each take. If you record line one of a script and you do three different takes of it, you take those three takes and you save them as a separate MP3 file with the line number and your character name in it. Right, yeah. So the director has an easy time, can just grab everything they need and drop it right in an order into the uh, episode when they're mixing. So but it we saves had them a lot that, of time. But we had to
0: let them know that up front because we right. had too many instances where people didn't like it, didn't want to do it.
1: Well, we also had instances where people would do it and they'd be like, oh, I got too busy. I can't do it this month. And I would be like, that's okay. Send them in and I will cut them for you. Uh, we're willing to help out if people can't do it. But then it got to the point where, well, I don't ever want to do this again. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, I can't, it's not my job to spend all that time cutting your lines. We're all working on these things together. So, you know, we want to be sure everyone understands the full expectations on both ends of the production up
3: front. Yeah. Maybe it's just my, I don't want to say inexperience, but my limited experience and how I'm doing it with audacity, but it doesn't seem like that big of a deal.
1: Well, you know, for people who voice act a lot, if they're in a lot of different shows, a lot of different productions, especially if it's professional, like professional voice actors never have to cut their lines, but they're not also recording them. There's a producer in there, a voice Mm -hmm. director, Mm -hmm. they're in a booth, uh, they record. And then the company that is producing the thing deals with all of the cutting and mixing. Sure. But that's not obviously what's going on here we're all volunteers um and so but if somebody is in a lot of shows and if they had to cut their lines for every show that would add up to a lot of time for them which is exactly what we're trying to avoid for our directors right so right that's all it's just you know but in exchange like we put in the um in the actor agreement you can be sure that when you record something for our shows that show is going to come out And so many uh, productions still get lines in from people and they release one episode and stop uh, because it's too much work or they just get busy. Life gets in the way and that's fine. But with us, you know, if you're going to record for us, you're going to get that credit. That episode is going to be released. We have our schedule Mm -hmm. We stick to it. We have for, you know, uh, since 2004. So that's what we do.
3: Yep. Okay. What's been the biggest surprise over the years?
0: You go. I've talked a lot. <laughs> i'm a project manager i hate surprises <laughs> that's what i like to tell people <laughs> um a biggest surprise mm, no nope, can't talk about that thing no nope. uh,
2: <laughs> okay
1: we're gonna have to talk the afterwards now. i need to know what that is
0: i think that we have that we have people like you who have been with us this long <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still helping us out and we feel like we can't possibly thank you enough it's true we've got
1: uh, there's people like you know uh like cat pride pete Mylen, kristen bays um oh uh, nice no, jillian. jillian has been around for a long time not from the very beginning i don't think but for a very long time and I'm afraid I shouldn't have started mentioning names because now I'm going to forget gonna somebody and somebody someone's going to be insulted. And I didn't mean to forget you. I just extemporaneous. I wasn't prepared for this. But yes, we've had people that have been uh, working with us on this stuff for so, so long. And it is kind of mind-blowing. Uh, and it's been great. We have obviously, we have really great working relationships with all of these people. And so we just keep making great stuff together. And it's amazing.
3: Disclaimer: Tilly and Susan did not know the the questions before the interview, so they are <laughs> thank you. Thank not, you. They're they're ans- answering off the cuff. So, um,
0: I guess I I could say one other thing. Yeah. In that mm-hmm. now na- now that we're getting more like professional paid writing work and stuff, it really takes the pressure off because we have pendant like well a little
4: bit
1: to explain what she's meaning is that when you're doing a lot of Uh, professional writing for other people, you get a lot of edits and notes. Uh, And that's to be expected. You get edits and notes at Pendant too, but uh, I don't know if uh, folks out there know this, but we do not, almost never do we force uh, a writer to take an edit or a note if they don't want to. Like, uh, Like for example, Kat writing on Genesis Avalon. I edit all her scripts and I give her notes and I'm like, you should change this, maybe tweak this. This line's a little unclear, but if she chooses not to, or goes a completely different direction, we don't tell her, no, she's allowed to do that. It's her show, she's running it. Um, but that is not how it works when you're being paid to write stuff for other people. <laughs> right. Uh, they give you notes you must take, things you must do. And um, a lot of times even you'll you'll pitch them projects and they they don't go for it and you feel like your project is gonna die or they do go for it, but the project changes a bunch and you still like it, but it's not quite what you had intended. And having Pendant is a really good uh, release for that because if there's something we really want to make, we can just get it made. Um, So Mm -hmm. it makes doing all this other work uh, easier because we know we have this outlet. If there's ever anything, we can't get going anywhere else or like it's gonna get changed too much. We wanna keep this one thing
0: just the way we want it. We can- We have a way to do that. yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I'm not going to, this is the question I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask you what your favorite show has been over the, all of these years, because I know you won't answer.
1: That's right. We're not allowed. But, You're all our favorites. Every single one.
0: If they weren't <laughs> our favorites, they wouldn't be there.
1: That's right. right. That That's actually true though, because we've never put a show into production. We didn't believe in. So yep. why would we? Exactly. We right. don't
5: have to.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's the beauty of being the executive producers.
1: There have been plenty of shows that we have been pitched and then we have passed on and said, they're not right for us. Or we said, Mm -hmm. it's going to need these kind of tweaks to really work as well as you want. And the writer doesn't want to do that, which is fine. And then it doesn't end up being a pendant show and that's totally fine. So, you know, that's how things go.
3: So the question I am going to ask is this, if we could make any kind of show, when we can, but what is the dream show that we don't have yet that you guys want to make?
0: I don't think there is one. No. I mean, there are some shows that we'd like to do more of that we just don't have time to do.
3: Well, right. Like we,
1: we had initially planned to do more Henderson and Hafner, uh, but we just ran out of time for that. Uh, we've been so busy. We just don't have the time to write the scripts for it right now. Uh, maybe we will at some point. Um, you know, I'd always hoped to uh do more dixie uh there was going to be a second <laughs> series and then a third series but that's a lot and there's certainly uh-huh. not we just don't have the time
0: an active radioactive radio
1: yeah we still love active radioactive radio, active radio. Mm-hmm. uh we'd love to do more of that too but again uh <laughs> we have so many projects it's there's no way we could fit even one of those in right now not let alone right. three yeah. um mm-hmm. and even if we could the the problem is also we only have so many directors mm-hmm. uh
3: to go around so um
0: and we do not want to overwork our director. Absolutely not. Well, well,
3: take no. take the limitations out because right, this is the you know we've got everything we need. What do you what would you want to do? And it doesn't even have to be something limited by copyrights or any of that. There's a like a thing out there like where are your head's at. Like, hey, what I've always wanted to do it's this one thing.
1: I don't think there is anything like that really. It we just take it as a project by project basis as things come up and even with our own projects. When we develop something new, we we try to figure out which medium it will fit best in. That's you know, true. oh, this one is going to be a better comic, this one's would be better as a TV pilot. Um this one works in audio uh best. So it just depends on on the individual project and where it goes. We don't have a, a dream audio show we'd love to make it's just but someday we might i you know if a project pops up and then we might be like let's see if we can figure out how to do this
0: but although i will say dreamnasium was that show for me for a while yeah i wanted to find a way to make that show and i'm so glad we did
3: i wanted to ask about dreamnasium because you guys have talked in the past um in twip yeah about like more dreamnasium stuff is that still yeah. out there for us okay cool
1: it is uh the scripts are done they just need a revision pending jeffrey thorne's notes mm-hmm. and he is a unfortunately
0: wildly successful
1: <laughs> wildly successful big-time <laughs> tv writer producer at the moment uh, and he's even busier than we are and he's also writing like two or three different comics for dc in uh, addition
0: to his, his tv stuff and, yeah.
1: and all his own personal projects as well so uh he's just not had the time yet to give us the notes on them so we could edit them and uh get the show into production so it's again uh but those scripts are done there's eight of them four more stories split into two parts each and
0: but i want to say that show was rattling around for us for at least five years well especially yeah
1: because you had read the stories before i did and
0: i really really liked them and i wanted them to be yeah, for sure. Right. He's so, a great prose writer, which you would never is. know. He like sells his books on like little tiny book sites. Yeah,
1: self-publishing stuff. And they're, they're really good. Really good. But um, yeah, he came to us uh, at some point after Phantom Canyon. He's like, let's do another thing. What should we do? And yeah, that was you, I think, Susan, who said, mm-hmm. oh, well, what about a bunch of these these short stories? We could make an anthology show.
0: But yeah, he's got secret books. So if you like Jeffrey Thorne, secret go find his. They're not his really secret, books.
3: secret. They're just. <laughs> <laughs> Anything about what's coming up that you guys want to talk about here, as far as um, pendant stuff?
1: I don't think so. I think you guys know everything that's going on um,
0: currently. You so, do. You yeah, do.
1: Cylon is is um, out, and uh, by the time this goes, there'll only be a couple episodes left, and its uh, season will be done. Mm-hmm. uh dreamnasium will be coming at some point uh pending you know our schedules Hopefully and Jeffrey schedules. we'll see yeah um we should, and, bug, him. We should uh, bug him again there's still more uh patriot coming i know there's going to be at least a second season i'm not sure how far out cat has planned that mm-hmm. um major machine will be back at some point um when blinky has a chance to get back to writing the third season there is an outline for it which i've seen and was very good um and uh still we're
0: doing seminar
1: Seminar is still going, and Shakespeare should be getting back to another play soon. Um, we had a director shuffle, and um, so that went on a brief hiatus, but it should, if things go according to plan, fingers crossed, um, we get the new assistant director that's going through the class right now to help out Kingery. then Jeff Robinson, who was directing Shakespeare and went to help Jillian Kingery, would mm-hmm. go back to Shakespeare, and we get another play uh, going over there, so... Um, and uh, pulp today and writer's block should be coming back soonish. Um, they're trying to work out their schedules. Uh, Ryland especially has been off on a film set uh, for a movie he wrote, so he's been very busy with that. And
0: and we're really glad to have those shows, by the way, because it was always something we wanted to do and just yeah. never had the time to do. And so right. it was like a perfect opportunity, really.
1: Right. And there may be. I'm I'm still trying to figure it out, but there may be another non scripted show uh in the future in the works yes
0: in the in the nascent stages yeah
1: (laughs) did i I use that word
0: i think you did
1: i don't it's not like it has to be a secret or anything but uh what it is is um since oh you're just gonna spill i'm gonna spill all right um since i you heard uh, here first (laughs) (laughs) since i came out uh in the summer of 2020 I've been doing uh, weekly uh, social media essays called Trans Tuesday, talking about my transition and the experience of being trans in this world. Mm
6: -hmm. And
1: uh, they've gone over great. They've helped a lot of people, which has meant so much to me. And I wanted to reach a new audience who is maybe not on social media. And so I'm thinking that I may also do a podcast version of that. Um, I think the plan would be that Episodes of that would be the same as the same topic as the social media essay of that week,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but that's going to take a lot of, of logistic figuring out because I could write a trans Tuesday on Sunday and post it on Tuesday, but you can't do that with a podcast because you need time to record. You need time to edit and mm-hmm. get it all ready, and put it together, right? So and um, weekly,
0: that's it's a, a lot. <laughs> it says
1: Tuesday, right in the title. Uh, anyway. Um, Yeah. So um, there's logistics stuff to figure out uh, how to make that all work with our schedules and stuff. And so it's not a sure thing yet, but it's something I'm thinking about and would like to do.
3: Cool. Yeah. I think that would be a very interesting way of coming out of social media and getting to a larger, larger audience.
1: I don't know if it's even larger, it's just a different audience, you know? Um, So it's just like different people are heavily on social media and heavily into podcasts and there is some crossover, but mm-hmm. there are mm-hmm. plenty of people who listen to podcasts and aren't on social media or don't know of me on social media and maybe haven't seen them yet. So it's, it's just about trying to reach more people so that um, the people who need it can hear it.
3: Okay. Thank you. Very cool. Yeah. Your stuff has been fantastic. Well, Absolutely you. fantastic. Um, so shifting away from pendant, um, You guys have a ton of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to ask about something because you've posted about it. Yeah. And it's related to your Trans Tuesday stuff with your um, mini install um, discussion about the Matrix. Yeah. Did I read correctly that you've got a book in the works? Sure do. Got, out awesome. of,
1: got, got myself a book deal. Um, uh, for That's those amazing. who don't know, uh, as part of those Trans Tuesdays, um, people asked me uh, as a trans lady and a writer that they had heard that the Matrix movies were trans allegories, but didn't really understand what that meant or what they were saying. And so I thought, I will watch the first movie and talk about it for you people in one of my threads. And it became the entire series across 24 threads. Uh, when I found out how incredibly deep and layered they were and how much they had to say about the trans experience.
0: And you did the movies and the Animatrix.
1: Right, all four movies and the Animatrix animated uh, anthology. Mm -hmm. And um, people kept asking me to turn it into a book. And I didn't know how to do that, or if I could. But then, and I didn't know if I wanted to. But it was the same thing with me thinking about doing a podcast of Trans Tuesdays, is that Again, like two percent of the country is on social media. and so uh, a lot of them, I've gotten the biggest response of all my trans Tuesdays from those matrix threads. Um, they have changed people's lives when they've seen them and felt seen and understood and this is why this movie spoke to me and I didn't know. it has helped people figure out they're trans. it's helped uh, cisgender parents understand their trans kids. It's meant so much to me and to so much to other people. and then I realized, that with only 2% of the country on social media, if you did it as a book, you could reach a whole new set of people that mm-hmm. otherwise would never see it and wouldn't know this. And that could help so many more people. So I set about trying to figure out how to do that. And uh, I converted all of them over uh, to read as a book and not as uh, you know a Twitter thread or what have you. And um, it's like 60% Seven sixty-eight thousand 68,000 words. Uh, it has got picked up for publication. It went through copy editing. Uh, I was just working on it this morning, uh, doing some last
0: minute uh, tweaks. And um, yeah, we are waiting to find out if we can put some pictures in it. Right.
1: Our manager's talking with the uh, Warner Brothers IP department to see what we can use and if we can use and how many we can use and how it has to be. You know, there's legal right. things. Right. So he's I'm uh, trying to figure that out and I have to have it uh the whole manuscript and any photos that may be in it turned in um by the 1st of December and then after that I'm sure there will be revisions uh based on notes from the publisher and uh then we got to go through you know like they're going to put the cover together and I have to approve that and there'll be an audiobook and all kinds of stuff. So I don't I don't know when it's going to be out yet. Um it should be first half of 2023, but that's the Best target we have right now. I don't know how fast things will move once it's turned in. So,
3: and this is going to be a physical book, yep. not just.
1: A, It'll be a physical and a digital... book an ebook, and a, at some point there will be an audiobook. Uh, I'm I'm maybe recording the audiobook myself, so that might be delayed because it's hard for me to talk for a long time. Uh, still, I haven't built up all the stamina I need for my voice therapy. So, um, if I do it myself, it will take a long time to get it all recorded. But um, again, those are things we're all uh, figuring out in the future. Right now, it's just about turning in the final manuscript and, mm-hmm. and everything and uh, taking it from there.
3: So walk into Barnes and & Noble and right there will be your book.
1: We hope. I mean, I can't make Barnes & Noble order it, but other people <laughs> can if you go there and ask them to order it for you, so.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's incredible, that's really awesome.
1: Thank you, I'm very excited. It's been so much work. <laughs> it's so many words, Jordan. 60, 67,000 <laughs> words is a lot of words.
3: That is We're a sure. lot of words.
1: We write scripts. Those don't have that many words. They're much shorter. <laughs> usually, yeah.
3: What else you got going on?
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, we also just, you may have seen uh, that we are writing for the Monster High animated show. Uh-huh. So that's very exciting. Uh, we can't tell you uh, what episodes or anything yet, um, but, you know, uh, it's a great show. You should uh, just watch it anyway. It's very charming, very heartfelt, very funny, full of puns. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a great little animated show. We're really, really excited and honored to be working on it. And uh, we have work on another show that we cannot yet say anything about that we did okay and uh, we do not know a, that's when we a can TV tell show. you about that no we do not know we have no idea um we have two different comics that are with well one of them we got art from somebody for like concept art and that's a pitch that was turned in with a publisher and another one we have an artist who's just doing uh the whole book right. and is working on that and uh, we still have more writing coming out for the Star Trek Adventures role-playing game.
0: Yes, we've worked we don't know on when that's out at yet. at least
1: two other things for them so far that are not out yet. Uh, and hopefully there will be more of that in the future beyond those two. And we're writing for another tabletop role-playing game that we probably can't say anything about yet because it's not a 100% sure thing, but we've been hired to. So once um, that is done and we can talk about that, there will be that and... What else? What's on the board over there? Uh, we wrote them down because we forget.
6: Uh, There's too many. Book,
0: um, What's over uh, there? I, I think you mentioned. Oh, the anthology. Oh yeah,
1: we have a. We're in another anthology coming out soon. Uh, well, that it's going to be on Kickstarter in early 2023. Uh, that one's called Hairology. Uh, it's an anthology of comics about hair which may seem strange, but hair is very important to a lot of people. And it certainly was for me as part of my transition. So uh, we're going to have a comic in there. And we just had that comic that uh, in another anthology that came out this past summer mm-hmm. in the Color of Always uh, LGBT Love Anthology. Yep. We got a comic in that uh, that came out. And um, I don't know. Maybe that's all. There might be more.
0: I don't know. I think that's all right now.
1: I mean, we've also we wrote an, a new TV pilot this year and we're be our manager sending that out for uh consideration for staffing on other TV shows. And so we've just we've got a
2: lot going on.
3: Because you're busy.
2: Yeah, we're very busy.
3: Well, I'm definitely very thankful that you guys had uh a little bit of time today to spend in the I guess the hot love seat this time, a little wider <laughs> chair. <laughs>
1: we, we each have our own chair. Yes. Oh,
3: okay. Are those the, the massage chairs?
1: I wish. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just on a folding chair. Susan sits in my fancy desk chair when we record together. So I, I get the folding chair. It's because the 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 desk chair is higher than the folding chair, and I'm taller than she is. So if I sit in the folding chair and she sits in my desk chair, our heads are about the same height. So when we're on video for like <laughs> meetings, then
0: or at the it right height better. for the microphone, yeah, that too totally off. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I definitely wish you guys continued success in all of the non pendant and of course the pendant stuff. But you guys have been running this thing fantastically over the years, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Um,
0: Thank
1: you. We're thrilled to have
0: you. We are so happy to have you as well. Yes.
3: Thank you. So with that, um, I'm going to throw my social media stuff out. um, JG underscore QA on Twitter and just find my name on Facebook. You guys have your um, social media stuff out in the main part of Twip, right? No, not usually. Oh. We
2: actually don't, do we? No.
3: Huh. All right. You want to put it here?
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm just Tilly Bridges on uh, Twitter and I'm heck yeah, Tilly Bridges on Instagram.
0: <laughs> and I think I'm just Susan L. Bridges.
1: Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Wherever. Yeah. And then okay. it, we also have a, our personal writing website is birdguest.com, B I R D G U E S D, like a guest who is a bird. Um, and so if you go there, you can get uh, see everything that we've been up to and links to all of our stuff. And yeah, we, we keep that updated or try to uh, with all of our different projects and stuff. So is, I is there IMDb. a story
3: behind that? Uh guy?
1: yes, there is a story behind that, but you'll have to go to the website to get it. It's a short little story, but it's up there.
3: Uh, I see what you did there.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, now you are enticed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not a great story, but there is a story. <laughs> it's a very it's like a it's two, one sentence story. It's five.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, and that would be remiss if I didn't ask. How is dirtbag Harry?
1: Henry. Henry, dirtbag sorry, Henry. Henry. That's fine. I I don't think he's offended. Um <laughs> it's uh he's 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 a dirtbag. He's always a dirtbag. That's true. He's a little asshole but we love him. So
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's such a dick.
0: He has opinions. <laughs> yes. And often perceived slights.
1: Yeah. He has bad opinions <laughs> and bad ideas.
0: Only one idea at a time and it's usually bad. Yeah. So
1: but once in a while, he's he's sweet, so you know, and he's absolutely adorable, and we and we
0: hilarious. Love him, so he's hilarious. He is hilarious.
3: He's an absolute doofus. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Um. All right. So thank you once again, and we will send this back to the main to you, you guys, in the main <laughs> part of Twit.
0: Yay! I love those ladies. <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview, it's over. So, Pulp Today and Writer's Block are still on hiatus, and when we have a return date, we will let you know. We'll let you know. Schedules are a little all over the place right now. All over the place right now. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Coming out Wednesday, November 9th, Kingery, Season 12, Episode 2.
6: You know, Stefan... It would be one thing if you just didn't put dishes away or, you know, buy cooey wings and bulk like any other old guy, but no, no, you can't just forget you already bought the same bottle of milk five times. You have to tell your daughter that you're definitely not part of the fifth family, even if it did exist, which it clearly does not. Oh, God, help me. Sylvia, I want to watch the game. <sighs> Sylvia's not here, old man. Just me, Madison. You know, the person you asked for help to regain control of the fifth family? That you told your daughter about for no reason?
1: I didn't tell Cassandra shit. <sighs>
6: <sighs> You're killing me here. No, not Cassandra. Stephanie. You know, the one you just absolutely blabbed your plans to as if you were giving an aside in a Shakespearean play?
1: We have nothing to worry about from Stephanie. Our deception was completely believable. <coughs> oh, shit. <coughs> Even if Stephanie does not believe that we are still the fifth, the point was not only to reassure that I am, in fact, her father, but also to make sure she doesn't
2: try to take care of me.
6: <sighs> the only one taking care of you is me, old man. It's coming out
0: Wednesday, November 16th. Sonnets, seventeen. The pen and Shakespeare.
5: How can my muse want subject to invent, while thou dost breathe that pourest into my verse? Thine own sweet argument, too excellent for every vulgar paper to rehearse. Oh, give thyself the thanks if aught in me, worthy perusal, stand against thy sight. For whose so dumb that cannot write to thee? when thou thyself dost give invention light. Be thou the tenth muse, ten times more in worth than those old nine which rhymers invocate. And he that calls on thee, let him bring forth eternal numbers to outlive the long date. If my slight muse do please these curious days, the pain be mine, but thine shall be the praise.
0: Also coming out Wednesday, November 16th, Cylon, Episode 5.
4: I loved, but those I loved are gone. Had friends, my early friends are fled. How cheerless feels the heart alone, when all its former hopes are dead. Their gay companions or the bold spell a while, the sense of ill. No pleasure stirs the maddening soul, the heart, the heart, is lonely still.
1: Footnote. Lord Byron wrote the poem I Would I Were a Careless Child in 1807 when he was 19 years old and a student at Cambridge. Among his first published works, it established Byron's endearing themes of loneliness and longing
5: to find his place in the world. End footnote.
4: I hate waiting. Ada's resourceful. She can handle whatever she finds there. Bollocks. You haven't been out there in years. It's dangerous. Are you so ready to charge into battle? That has nothing to do with it. It's bloody Babbage. She can't think clearly when it comes to him. She loves him like a father. She loves you like her father. Mr. Babbage was her mentor, but he's been gone a long time. He was there a long time, in her life. Where was I? Dead.
0: Coming out Wednesday, November 23rd. The Mage and Machine Season 2 Hiatus Special Number 3. Coming out Wednesday, November 30th. Genesis Avalon Patriot Episode (sighs) 8.
6: Wish I could enjoy the view. You have. I I mean... You will. This isn't permanent, love. I know. And I know I asked Neftes for this, and she's asking me to put my faith in her. So I am. But? But, I'm scared. I've spent the last five years trying to live a life I didn't think I'd ever have. I... I had to figure out... what life was after having been dead and after committing those atrocities in the name of Sekhmet. I had to figure out who I was and if I could even handle a relationship with my friends, much less be ready for a relationship with you. And Merlin, if if you weren't here, I don't know that I would have stuck around, honestly. Oh, you can't get caught up on what-ifs and babies, love. They never help. At least, not about the past. The path you're walking is the one you will walk and the one you have walked. The only thing to do now is to see it through. What if we don't like what we find at the end of that path?
0: Coming out Wednesday, November 30th, Cylon, episode six. That's the season finale and you don't get a
1: preview because you get the preview for five and we're not going to spoil you.
0: Oh, okay.
2: La ba, la ba, la, ba, the ba. show
0: is almost done. Yay! All right. And we're back to us again. Wow. (laughs) Who could have foreseen? We take it away all of the time in this episode. Where do we take it to? That doesn't matter. (laughs) We we definitely haven't figured that out. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: there's your 150th episode of this here show.
0: Yay. Thank
1: you for listening.
0: Thank you for every listen that you listen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com and there's a link right there to do all your votes, so do that now. Oh. Get your p- nominating and votes in. Okay. Um, the Facebook page at Facebook.com pendantaudio Audio. We're on Twitter at pendantweb. You can find us on Tumblr at PendantAudio.Tumblr.com We are Pendant Productions on YouTube and uh, that's it I think. Sure, that's fine.
0: I messed myself up. This is Susan Bridges. Oh, we'll see you back here next month. I forgot. Or not. Is it January? It's January. No,
1: we'll be back in December. Oh, we are? Okay, cool. Oh, my (laughs) God. It's like she's never done this before. Not (laughs) 150 times, certainly. I don't know. No, clearly you don't. Sorry. We'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Tilly Bridges. Thanks for listening. You didn't know
0: better. You might think this was your first show. Really? Never done this before, huh? Have you listened to any of the other episodes? No, I don't listen to this show.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not rubbing it in. Yeah, you are. I'm just judging in real time. That's I'm what I feeling do. a rub. <laughs> oh, dear. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Hmm. You don't want to discuss the rub, I feel? <laughs> I don't think so.
1: <laughs> it's
0: very firm. Firm rub. Stop! Oh, my God! <laughs> the theme to TWIP is Mr. Exposition by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. At end of the show, That's the end of the show, at 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 the end of the show. That's the end of the show.